helpful advice for planning international tech stops in light of ever-changing requirements due to COVID-19. From the National Business Aviation Association, this is Flight Plan. I'm Rob Finfrock with your trusted source for business aviation news. While the overall picture for international business aviation travel has slowly improved throughout 2021, operators may still be confronted with unique challenges in the COVID environment. That includes differing requirements for vaccination, pre-departure testing, and quarantine that may vary considerably between countries and stops, and even at locations where flight crews may have stopped just a few weeks earlier to take on fuel or to change flight crews. We're seeing a lot more countries opening up uh, and a lot of the restrictions lessening for international travel. That said, there are still uh, some hurdles and, and obviously some, some major COVID concerns, uh, especially with the new variants. From a dispatch side, uh, really the biggest challenges has just been keeping up with all of the, uh, the rules uh, that, are, that seem to change from country to country. You know, we have a, a, a dispatch team that's really good at deciphering all of these rules and changing requirements for each country. So it's not unusual to, you know, plan a trip one week uh, and then have to change it completely the next week because the country has uh, changed its uh, COVID entry rules or its testing requirements. John Tooten is chief pilot for Honeywell International. And John, in consideration of these changing requirements, has that situation affected where you can make a tech stop from one week to the next? Yeah, we found that uh, what may be a good tech stop this week may not be a good tech stop next week. And it has to do with the, you know, the pace of change uh, with different countries, uh, especially with the new COVID variants out there. It's, it's not unusual for a, a country to start imposing restrictions that they didn't have the week prior. Passenger testing is probably one of the biggest hurdles and challenges. Uh, it's trying to figure out uh, who needs to be tested, when they need to be tested. Uh, and then as far as tech stops are concerned, uh, the biggest challenge is uh, deciding which countries will allow you to enter uh, from another country. You know, they all have green lists and red lists to make sure that you're on top of, of that because uh, the, the timing of a trip and the city pairs and the order in which the, you fly them is very important. I'm also pleased to welcome two experts in international trip support. Brandon Slotichek is a master trip support specialist for Universal Weather and Aviation, and Russell Bunger is a lead mission advisor there. And Russell, I'm sure what John just described is very familiar territory for you and Brandon. Yeah, the complexities of trying to put your trip together is almost at times like playing Tetris, trying to get the right piece into, into place to make everything work. And um, it just adds a few extra layers of complexity to trying to get the passengers where they need to be when they want to be there for whatever reasons they're going to countries A, B, and C. Brandon? Like Russell said, it's always changing. So a lot more pre-planning is required even for those uh, easy trips. A lot more research and information from the passengers as well in regards to their travel history and where they've been in the past few weeks. So what kinds of questions are you and Russell hearing from operators about flight planning in the COVID environment, particularly regarding tech stops? Well, a lot of times they're wanting to know, um, obviously, uh, great circles in the quickest way uh, is the first question. But uh, a lot of the things that we have to take into consideration is uh, what that country's latest requirements are, because they are changing frequently. I mean, one of the big ones is Canada. You know, they're requiring us to go through the funnel airports. And so a lot of those uh, tech stops on the, the northeastern seaboard are um, having to be changed 
uh, for a tech stop. So a lot of the mid-range or small-range planes are having to pick different tech stops that they normally wouldn't just to make the crossing. Russell, are there any regions commonly used for tech stops where you might recommend that flight crews simply should not stop right now? As far as regions go, a lot of people who are trying to get down into, you know, Singapore area, who would tech stop in Japan or who would tech stop in Korea for either a tech stop or a crew change are now having to, to revisit that because of their quarantine requirements. Uh, so operations within like the Pacific Rim are a completely different dynamic than trying to do a tech stop. Uh, like Brandy was saying, going over the North Atlantic, if you're just trying to go to Europe. You know, if you're a G5 operator, you know, or Global Express or, you know, one of those long range aircraft, you're not having any issues. But if you're trying to operate a G4 or a Citation 10 from parts of the U.S. over to Europe, on top of the usual stuff you're having to look at, you know, fuel prices or weather, now you're having to look at, do I require a COVID test just for a tech stop? Do I require a locator form just for a tech stop? Do I require health checks just for a tech stop? Can I get in and out of this stop in 40 minutes like I could back in 2019, or do I need to plan an hour to an hour and a half? One thing to also add to that is, uh, for instance, the crew swaps. A lot of times going over the Pacific to the Far East, a lot of people are planning um, the crew swaps, whether it's in Japan or Korea. And uh, that that's another entity that we have to do research on as well because uh, a lot of these countries south korea for instance they do have hotels there at the airport that you can the crew can stay at to avoid the quarantine process but with those being limited facilities you know some locations might only have five rooms or ten rooms most of them are booked well in advance and so that's another part of the pre-planning stage that we have to do where you know, before COVID, we didn't even have to think twice about that. And now we're having to check on hotel facilities at the airport, uh, what's available, because uh, that's what we have to use to avoid the quarantine procedure. We'll have more in just a moment after this message from NBAA. NBAA Flight Plan listeners, are you ready for the convention? It's back. It's nearly sold out, and it's going to be a game-changing event. Join us by visiting nbaa.org slash 2021. We're back now with Universal Weather and Aviation's Russell Bunger and Brandon Slotichek and Honeywell International Chief Pilot John Tootin and our discussion about planning tech stops for international trips as the COVID-19 pandemic lingers on. John, you noted earlier that keeping up with passenger testing requirements continues to be one of the most significant challenges with our ongoing COVID-19 situation. How do you recommend flight operations deal with that and other steps in that process related to COVID? Our recommendations when it comes to handling these international trips is to have a good and engaged international service provider. We do, and we find that, you know, the expertise that they lend is extremely helpful. They'll uh, do the groundwork and the legwork required to plan, you know, especially when it comes to contingency planning, making sure that tech stops are good tech stops. You know, can you get fuel? Can your passengers come in and out? Can you airline crews in and out? Who's required to get tested? Who isn't? So, yeah, I would say just having a good uh, on-location handler to study the feasibility and the planning of your trips is is a huge benefit. Have you had to make any unexpected tech stops during the pandemic, John, in which you were confronted with a different set of COVID restrictions than what you'd planned for at your primary destination? 
We've not had to make uh, an unscheduled tech stop, but we we have had an instance recently uh, where we had a crew member test positive for COVID while on the road. This was a trip traveling through Latin America and South America, and it did throw quite a monkey wrench into the planning. The crew was testing in a city in Latin America on their way to South America, and the crew was fully vaccinated. All the passengers were fully vaccinated. Uh, the passengers all tested negative, and and two of the three crew tested negative and one tested positive. So they did a second test on that crew member. He came back positive a second time. That's what sent us into our uh, recovery plan, uh, which in this case, in our manual, involves replacing the entire crew. If we had another aircraft available, we would have preferred to send one. We didn't. So we ended up replacing the entire crew. Uh, Two of the crew members airlined home. The other crew member who was asymptomatic and felt fine was in a hotel for a few days until he tested negative, and then he airlined home. And we airlined another crew down to uh, pick up the trip, and I I believe we only lost uh, one city pair during the whole thing. So it highlights the uh, need to have a contingency plan and the need to be prepared for the unplanned. That really does seem to be the takeaway here. Russell, what additional tips would you recommend from the trip support perspective for flight crews in navigating the current environment? The recommended steps I've always looked at in the pre-COVID environment, what happens if you blow a tire or two on landing, you know, what's the airline flight availability, what's the maintenance facility availability at that location. But now in today's environment, you have to look at, is there a quarantine requirement? And if so, is it a mandatory, you must do five, seven, 10 days, no exceptions, or is it you only quarantine for the time that you're on the ground? So let's say you have to book airline flights for the passengers because the plane is going to be AOG for five days and you need to book airline flights for the passengers. Can you book them for 18 hours later and the passengers just quarantine in their hotel for the 18 hours? So those are things that you have to to look at because you don't want to tech stop somewhere the plane break and now be stuck for five, seven, 10 days. Anything to add to that, Brandon? Yeah, I totally agree. Things are changing constantly. And even even when we do the pre-planning and uh, we have the itineraries planned out, we always constantly revisit that as it leads up to departure date because you just don't know if that country is going to put out something different between the week or two before you started it. I definitely agree with the change aspect. And another thing that I would also recommend is just talk it over with the the clients as well, because kind of like what uh, Russell was saying about um, how the countries view each other or where you've been, you know, if the, if the client is wanting to fly ABC, well, that might not work with the, in this COVID environment, you know, you might have to operate to the C location first to get into A, you know, so we're all in this to make successful trips happen. And uh, we just might have to play with it a little bit, you know, because it's something we never dealt with before in this industry. And uh, we're, we're just trying to do our best to get through it. And on that note, John, trip support providers and the operators they work with have an advantage here over their passengers who likely do not have access to the latest information, or they might even have picked up incorrect information. I can see how that would lead to passengers feeling confused or even frustrated when confronting differing or changing requirements between stops. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. And um, educating them can be quite a, quite a challenge. You know, everybody with Internet access now kind of considers themselves subject matter experts. So uh, it's not unusual for our dispatch team to receive news feeds or uh, news articles or 
little snippets or blogs from different people regarding different countries. And, and sometimes they take it as gospel where a lot of times it's that's where the expertise of your trip provider is going to come in and be able to sort through what is fact and what is fiction. I wouldn't say they question the flight crew, but they do question why they're having to do certain things. You know, why do I need a, a test in this country and I don't need a test in that country? That can be common. We just had a, a trip that went all through Europe. It was uh, six passengers, multiple testing in multiple cities, lots of forms being filled out. Again, this fell to our, our dispatch team and our, our international trip service provider to, to make sure everything was filled out and done properly. And it, and it ended up going like clockwork, but everything was, was well done. The passengers understood their roles, you know, and again, that was because of good planning. They knew well ahead where they needed to get tested. It had been arranged so they would get tested either at their hotel or at airports. They knew which forms they needed. So again, just planning as much as you can prior to a trip like this is the key to its success. Indeed, which once again brings us back to the importance of thorough pre-flight planning for any international trip, whether by a trip support provider or a flight operations own scheduling and dispatching team. Russell? Change is constant. That's the only that's the only constant in the aviation industry is change. That's something that everybody just needs to be prepared for even now in the COVID environment. And then flexibility. Be flexible and know that things will change once, twice, maybe even three times between now and then. So work that into your planning and plan for some updates, plan for some follow-up because you know things will change. As the situation continues to evolve for international travel, be sure to follow the latest developments at nbaa.org INTL. And for up-to-the-minute information regarding the pandemic's effects on business aviation as a whole, visit nbaa.org coronavirus. And that's the latest from the National Business Aviation Association. Remember, you can subscribe to all Flight Plan episodes at Apple Podcasts in the App Store, wherever you find your favorite podcasts, including by asking Alexa or another connected device, or download them from nbaa.org. I'm Rob Finfrock. Thanks for listening, and be sure to join us next time for a new episode of Flight Plan. Flight Plan.